Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It is Sunday morning, May 7th. The NFL schedule still hasn't released. Maybe we get it this week. We have NBA playoffs going on. We have Major League Baseball going on. And here we are at 10 a.m. on a Sunday getting ready to draft a best ball team. Three, two, one. All right, we've got... What's going on, Fantasy Sanctuary? What's up, B. Kurt? What's up, Jason? Getting ready to do this draft. We're going to do a DraftKings draft this morning. Um, I want to see if I properly set up my overlay over the weekend. I've fired a couple puppies, but I've also been firing some of this DK draft, which I really like the payout structure. There are some things I would prefer to tweak with it next year but it's like sort of nitpicky stuff but i'm going to be entering right now i will share my screen i just pressed the enter button and we'll get going on this draft i don't want to share audio let's share so actually only waiting for one so if you're looking to jump in you better do it quick there we go uh, one of the things I would like for them to change is I would prefer for them to do a minute countdown or a 30 second countdown and not this two minute countdown. That's a little long for me to be waiting. Jose is asking, how is this draft tournament different from underdog best ball mania Four? So if you're talking about in terms of the way it's played, it is full point PPR, first of all. There are 20 picks instead of 18, so you get two extra spots on your team that you can take. It's also the bonus scoring, so 100 rushing yards, you get bonus points for your player, 300 passing yards is bonus points. 
100 receiving yards you get bonus points so you're looking you're looking for guys that can hit bonuses on a relatively um consistent basis so like i already like patrick mahomes like he's the cover guy on this one so this actually helps make a great point for him is we i already like patrick mahomes a lot for underdog because i think he can throw for 303 pretty much every week for the most part he won't do it like 100 percent of the time but he's going to be doing it a lot so if he's throwing for 300 yards a lot he's getting those extra bonus points every week which helps offset some of the rushing upside for jalen hurts and stuff so i think it bumps him up a little bit Uh, Brent, I cannot help you with that. Oh, no, Beekert didn't make it in. We're getting the sixth spot here, which is not my favorite spot. I mean, it's fine because we usually get Cooper Cup there. But that's about it. That's about the best last spot because at seven, things get a little dicey sometimes. Although Bijan's been going a lot lately as well. So... I'm not seeing my overlay. Figure this out next time, I suppose. Thought I had downloaded it properly. Oh, click the open draft board. Oh, we do have a draft board. Look at that. I do have it working. Look at that. We have a draft board. Are we all excited? Do you like the draft board? Naked Mahomes, I don't think you have to go Naked Mahomes. He's His stacking partners, other than Travis Kelsey, are all relatively easy to get, so you can double stack Mahomes quite easily. Um, and no problem, Jose. There is a bunch of different drafters is also great. If you're looking for drafters, is a completely different format. I'll go over that in one second. We are going to be on the clock in one moment. Okay. Yeah, I do see my percentages showing up here. I must not have downloaded everything properly, but we do see that the tool is working. Um, so do we want to go Tyreek or do we want to go Cooper Cup? I've been doing Cooper Cup quite a bit in this predicament. So I'm going to take Tyreek Hill. I do think I'm going to be a little underweight on Tyreek Hill this year all right now where did i have that draft board still trying to get used to all this so we do have the draft board up hopefully everybody likes this um okay so the other thing i was talking about is drafters so if you want something more cumulative scoring there is no playoffs on drafters you play weeks one to 17 and basically the highest scoring team throughout the year is the winner. It, there is no playoffs. It's just the best team for the year wins, which is fun. I'm glad that not every site does it that way, but I'm glad there is a site that does it that way. If it makes sense, it allows for a different format, a little bit of different playing. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I do really like the draft board for dk i was kind of um i guess indifferent towards getting one i didn't think it was a necessity but now that we have it i like it a lot uh we are gonna have to fix 
this uh, this situation and make that look a little bit better. But yeah, this is nice. This is nice. So to get the draft board and to get some of these other tools that we have, such as like seeing who you've actually drafted, it's the Spike Week tool. You can get it at spikeweek.com. And clearly it is advantageous for you to do so. Definitely advantageous for me to do it while drafting on stream. We can see, not only can we see what everyone's drafting, I just noticed that we also have what we've drafted up here already. So like we have zero, zero, one, zero, because we've only drafted a wide receiver right now. That is going, that is probably even better than the draft board because we don't really have something like that on DK. So that is going to be nice to see what your team is lining up to be. Very happy about that. So great job by hacker putting this together. Really, really good stuff. All right, cup at the six. My wide receiver two says the fantasy sanctuary. Yeah, I'm big on cup this year. I usually say cup over Tyree Kill, but because I've been doing that, I'm just gonna grab. I just grabbed Tyreek this particular time. So it's a two two spot thing here for me. Do I want Mahomes or do I want Pollard? I'm not going to get either, and since he's the cover boy, let's go ahead. Let's get Mahomes. Let's do a Mahomes pick here. Since we talked about him, we might as well grab him. We will see what kind of team we can build with Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. See, this six spot, it's not terrible for the first and second round, obviously, but I love having one of these top three to four spots because that three turn, like those first four picks usually in the three turn are still, it just feels like there is a massive gap that happens in this third round. So we do see Pollard go to the guy who drafted Jonathan Taylor. Interesting to see if they keep pounding running back or if they just, because I would lay off the gas here with RB unless somebody like Nick Chubb actually fell to me. And maybe I would take Nick Chubb, not touch another running back for a while. And by a while, I mean like late, late, late. And just run with basically three. Bullock saying that Rob is back on his Mahomes. Feel like I'm watching last summer. Um, I will not have 50% Mahomes this year, unfortunately. It is going to be relatively impossible to do that. But I will draft. I have no problem with the early quarterbacks. I know another, a lot of other streamers aren't drafting the early QBs, but I think that is a foolish endeavor personally. So, yeah. Uh, B. Kerr is saying Gibbs is going to bump into that mid R3 gap. Uh, probably, and I think it's still fine on DK when he gets there. Uh, let's see what we got here. We got Ramondre. Let's take. I'm going to take Ramondre. I do like him quite a bit. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Gibbs. I think I think that Gibbs is fine on DK on the full point PPR. I think once he hits that third round, 
on underdog, I'll have no Jameer Gibbs. Personally, I I like him as a player and profile, but I do think David Montgomery is just going to take a lot of the goal line opportunities away from him. So he is going to be real boomer bust on underdog. Yeah. Um, so Bullock is saying, I thought we would get at least a few weeks of Gibbs near the fourth. So there, you guys might've watched the ship chasing stream during draft night, um, which will probably be infamous for Ben Gretsch wearing helmets and reading poetry. But some of us did hang out after the stream was over and we started talking about players like Jameer Gibbs and the Eagles running back situation off stream, just hanging out. So just so you guys know, we don't just do this on stream. We do talk amongst ourselves occasionally. And we were talking about Jameer Gibbs and that situation. Obviously, DeAndre Swift was still there. So we were mostly talking about Swift still being there, what the plan was going to be. But we were all of the mind that Jameer Gibbs was going to be a steal for a little bit. And uh, it did not last nearly as long as some of us thought that it would. Uh, the DeAndre Swift trade obviously facilitates him moving up the boards because it is just him and David Montgomery. And none of us like David Montgomery. So always looking for reasons to bet against him. And to bet against David Montgomery is to take Jameer Gibbs right now. Now, Something happens to Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs becomes essentially a first round pick, right? So you could still take him in the third uh, because of the contingent value. Excuse me. But once he hits that third round, I think I will still take him on DK, but probably going to be fading him elsewhere. All right. So this is sort of the problem we run into when we start taking a bunch of players that aren't wide receivers because we took a QB and an RB. I do think that wide receiver starts to get a little tricky around here. I don't think it's terrible still, obviously. I do like Cooper a lot. I've been drafting him over Hopkins. Uh, but because we've been doing some different stuff, Let's take Hopkins because I still think he he potentially he's going to get traded this offseason. So let's do a D Hop team. How do I feel about the DK prize pool this year? I actually love the DK prize pool this year. I think they absolutely nailed how to do a flat payout. My one problem with the DK prize pool, it is 1.2 million people in the tournament. So I understand it is. It's a lot of people, so the final is going to be large, but I do think the final is a little too large. I wish the playoffs were a little tougher to get through. Maybe we find a way to go from 1,000 to 500, and this is some of that like nitpicky stuff I was talking about. I'd prefer a smaller final, but keeping these flatter payouts. The payouts are just, it, it is the best payouts in best ball this year in my opinion. They nailed how to do a flat payout. I think other companies should take notes on what they did with that. And I think there is some overlap between all the companies on what they're doing, where you take 
underdogs 400 and something person final which is what i really like about underdog i like that the final is quote unquote smaller it's still tough for me to say smaller because when i made the finals two years ago there was a hundred and something people and it got bumped up to 400 but still 400 is way better than a thousand so i like that underdogs is 400 and i'm not a hundred percent a fan of their payouts this year not my favorite but they still do some things right of course what's going on the pound um yeah so it's every i still think there's improvements to be made across the board but i think DraftKings, for the most part got things legitimately as close to right as anybody this year so nothing for me to go like you know angrily go down to boston grab a picket sign stand outside the dk offices or anything like that but yeah oh shit we're on the clock uh let's grab mclaurin maybe see goddard looks like oh let's grab judy I think that there is some major upside for Jerry Judy this year, whether he's on the Broncos or not. So we'll grab Judy. What's going on, Vadim? Nice, nice. Speak hurt. Cobra Kai took Gibbs mid-round three last night. Ah, but on what site did you take him mid-round three? That is the question. Was it DK? Because I think DK is fine. Was it underdog? Because it's probably bad, in my opinion. This draft board is nice, huh? We're seeing what people are doing. So we see an 0320, a 113, an 023. So the Jonathan Taylor Pollard Jacobs team, which we eyed, did take Josh Jacobs. They took Hawkinson as their fourth pick, and then they took Christian Watson. So that's pretty interesting. I am seeing that, not completely, but Swift is not good in the fifth round, I will say. We've been seeing that people on DraftKings have been getting better at drafting now. Maybe it's because it's early, and that's when all the the sickos are actually out drafting teams. Maybe it will soften up as the summer comes. In fact, I'm sure it will soften up as the summer comes in. But, yeah, the drafts haven't been completely bat shit crazy there has been some crazy stuff that has happened i have seen some some draft start quick uh start with some crazy picks in the first round but nothing like insane insane consistently in my drafts i saw one person's draft that was a little outlandish can't remember who that was what are so this is actually like the million dollar question bullock what are your expectations on games kyler plays this year it's not just for me it's not just games kyler plays it's games kyler plays as kyler and i'm not sure we're gonna get that this year i feel like arizona is setting up to throw this year away we're on the clock and we'll continue this talk in a second uh, what do we got going on here? We could take Goddard, get our tight end. Um, 
let's grab JSN, see what comes back to us. I have some places I'd like to go with that. Let's grab the draft board. I do see that the yellow does not work. I'm going to have to adjust some colors on this. So for me, it's, I think Arizona is setting up to throw this year away. We saw that with the draft. They have a new coaching staff come in. They can basically sort of tear down and rebuild a lot of the roster with those top two draft picks. Kyler's coming off the knee thing. How much is he actually going to run this year? I bet not much. So I'm not drafting Kyler. Now, if you think otherwise, if you think they're not going to throw the year away, if you think Kyler is going to be relatively good this year, then he is the greatest value in the draft, I think. This was actually something, as I was walking my dog the other day, I was looking at a draft board and I saw where Kyler was going somewhere you know, relatively 10th, 11th, 12th round. I can't remember directly off the top of my head, but in that wheelhouse. And if Kyler is going to be anything remotely close to Kyler, there is no bigger steal in the draft than Kyler Murray. I just think that we're not going to see the normal Kyler that we're used to this year. Jose is asking if there's any rookie wide receiver where I like their landing spot. I mean, to me, the obvious ones are Rishi Rice, right? We we like the upside just based on the team that he went to in general. He's a target for us in this particular draft. And, um, oh, my God, why am I drawing a blank? The wide receiver that went to New York went to the Giants. Hold on, I'll find him. Are we on the clock? We are not. Um, Jalen Hyatt. I like Jalen Hyatt's landing spot just based on the team, what the team needs to do there with their pass catchers. We all know that they drafted 800. I mean, not drafted. They all signed 800 slot receivers. So Jalen Hyatt, I think, has a chance to just break out and be the guy for the Giants. So we're obviously going to grab Kadarius Toney here. That's the easiest pick we'll have in this entire draft. But yeah, I do think that for this particular year, there are some sketchy spots for wide receivers that were drafted. We would have liked different spots for some of them. Uh, JSN, one of them. People are nervous because of Metcalf and Lockett, but I think he'll be fine. I don't think he. I don't think it was the best landing spot. I. I would never argue that going to the Seahawks is the best landing spot for any wide receiver based on the play style. And we know that they want to keep doing that because they drafted another second round running back. So it is going to be a little bit muddy, but I do also think that the Seahawks might be one of the more undervalued teams outside of DK Metcalf. Right. So I think if you nail Seattle, you got Geno Smith, who's really cheap. You can do some really good things there. Uh, Bullock is saying that Rishi Rice's ADP is 141 now over under his ADP at 100 in August. Um, I think that's going to really depend on camp reports, obviously. That first preseason game where we start to see what they're rolling out there for wide receivers. But I think it'll probably be above. 
I think the Rasheed Rice signing just shows that they are trying to rebuild the receiving corps. It's going to be they're going to try to I think they're just going to try to manage Travis Kelsey throughout the year, to be honest. I know he's a tight end, not a wide receiver, but we know that he's a wide receiver playing tight end. Um, so I think we're going to be on the clock here in a second. Let's go to this all tab. Let's see what we got here. Boom, 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 boom. Ugh, James Connor, the worst, the absolute worst. All right, let's do this. God, I hate doing this. Um, let's grab Cook. And let's see what comes back to us. I have two players I'd like to go to here. So, yeah, I I think that the Kansas City wide receiver situation is going to be real similar to last year. I think everyone's going to get really excited for Rishi Rice, and I think rightfully so based on, you know, just being drafted by Kansas City. I think you should have some of them. But for me, Kadarius Toney is the, is the number one Kansas City wide receiver I want. I think the upside is just – to there and if he's going to stay in the seventh round range getting the mahomes Kadarius tony stack and then you can add rasheed rice you can add mvs you can add noah gray i guess you can add sky more i think he'll be the most underweight of the wide receivers that i have for the most part that are legitimately drafted by for that team but maybe i'll still mix in some sky more i just I think that they're going to decide to not really use him a ton this year. So I think Tony, Rasheed Rice, Noah Gray are going to be some of the the stacks that I have for uh, A-Chain goes. That was the play for me. I was going to try to sneak A-Chain in there on this next draft pick, but we don't get him, which is okay. We're not completely upset about it. We have other picks that we like for our RB in this range. Anyways, I think we're going to get one of what I think is the biggest values in drafts right now. And I am just mashing Alexander Madison, whether it's on underdog, whether it's on DraftKings, whether it's on drafters. That is pretty much a guy that I am smashing in every draft right now. One of the two, two to three run, excuse me, two to three running backs that I have just been grabbing whenever I can grab them. Look at that draft board. I know you guys like it. We have our Mary Lou's coffee that we haven't been drinking. Good job, Bullock. That is, um, that's how I feel every time someone tells me that I should draft James Conner. Looking at you, Silas. 
looking at you. Yeah, Arizona, a team that I'm drafting very, very little of. My favorite Arizona player to draft is Trey McBride. I think that he is, based on value, upside, everything. I don't think there's anyone on Arizona that is remotely close to him. Hollywood Brown would be the next one. You get him relatively late, especially in these DK drafts. He's probably going later than he should here. It's probably a good value in DK. I think he's going a little too early in underdog. So there's other guys around him I'm usually grabbing. Interesting. You see the guy who took Kirk Cousins does not. Oh, he has Hawkinson. That is the uh, three running back team. So he does have a stack with him. Always kind of looking at that stuff. Do we? So I think the real QB question is, do we think Anthony Richardson is going to get steamed out of control? Because I think he's going to. And like, where's the breakoff point for him? Where are you like, well, probably can't take him over player X. Because you could probably make a case for him over Dak Prescott, I think. Trevor Lawrence is probably where it starts to get murky. I don't know. It, it seems real, real close at that point. Um, we are on the clock. We have five wideouts. Is Dylan an easy smash here, or is it P Ryan that we want to grab? Let's grab P Ryan. So that gives us, let's go ahead and read out our team real quick. We have Mahomes at quarterback, Ramondre Stevenson, James Cook, Alexander Madison, Samaji P. Ryan at running back. Our wide receivers right now are Tyree Kill, D Hop, Jerry Judy, JSN, and Kadarius Tony. I mean, Bullock, you, I was told to bring your own iced coffee. I said, bring your iced coffee. If you're in New England, you basically just walk outside and there's iced coffee. It, I think it actually rains iced coffee here in New England once May comes. We drink it all year, but once May comes, it's April showers bring May iced coffee is the saying here. So that's kind of how things go in New England. How do I feel about a Miami stack? I only ask because of having to invest a first and second round pick for Waddle and Hill. So you're talking about the full-on Hill, Waddle, and Tua stack. I think it's fine. I'm not going out of my way to do it frequently, and I probably haven't done it yet. The problem is I heard this argument or this discussion. It wasn't an argument. Um, on one of Peach Dreams, I believe it was the one with Daigle. Uh, both great guys, both very knowledgeable. And they were talking about that running back series, that like late second, early third range of running backs with Nick Chubb and Tony Pollard and stuff. And they were talking about them moving up, but who are they going to move up over? 
and I do think that they are going to move up, and I think it's going to be over Waddle and you know Devonta Smith and all those guys. So that T Higgins, Jalen Waddle, we've already seen it start to happen right here. Pollard went before them. I think Chubb's going to move up before them. Now DK Derrick Henry's been going up here as well. I don't know if that's going to continue, but I do think a lot of these RBs are going to move up. I think that's going to push Jalen Waddle down. I think there is going to be a chance that you're going to be able to get Tyree Kill, Player X, and Jalen Waddle occasionally as a first and a third round pick. And maybe that's the only time I do it is if I can get Waddle in the third. We are on the clock and I am going to miss and... We didn't have time, so we will grab Russ because we do have P. Ryan and we do have Jerry Judy, so we'll be done at QB. We will pay attention a little bit better going forward. Probably a way that I would have considered going, so I just made sure I got him. Um, One thing we're going to have to do is figure out a way to close the draft board a little easier on this. Bullock is saying, I don't know how Tony Pollard does not end the summer at the one-two turn, at least. I agree. And I've been getting, I've been smashing Tony Pollard in that second, third round range almost every time. He might be my most owned player across all platforms right now. I am grabbing him almost every time that I can. Obviously, here I went with Patrick Mahomes, but I've been doing stuff like that. And I've even been doing to make things a little bit different. I've been grabbing. I think you guys saw me do it in a draft with buying for this week where I grab either Jalen hurts or Patrick Mahomes in the first round, which I know sounds jarring, but it's so that I can get one of those quarterbacks with Pollard as a unique combo because you're not getting both Mahomes hurts slash pollard a lot so that's one of the things i've been doing um yeah i'll talk to hacker about that bullock i'll see if there's something we can do for that um that'll make things a little bit easier for everybody especially me when i'm streaming that'll be nice that will be nice maybe even highlight our team somehow but that's me being very, very nitpicky. I don't know if he can do that, and it's okay if he can't, but closing it will be. Cobra Kai took Hertz fourth overall a few nights ago. I'm not going to say not to do it. I think the top three are the top three, and I wouldn't stray from those three. I think four is when you can start doing kind of whatever you want. We do see Rishi Rice go in this round, which is a little unfortunate. I'm going to go ahead and close the draft board. Hate drafting in the middle, especially when streaming. Just not something I love. All right. We will be on the clock the next pick. I already know where we're going to be going here. Seems like a pretty easy choice for me. I actually think that the extra two rounds here is very advantageous, specifically this year with some of the builds that I'm doing. Because I typically I've been punting tight end quite a bit. 
Um, we're going to grab Jalen Hyatt. We talked about him. Let's draft him. We'll grab Jalen Hyatt. But because I'm punting tight end and I've been going with three tight ends on underdog builds, I think I can go four tight ends and just completely punt the position here. And like 17th, 8, 18th, 19th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th round, just grab all tight ends. Try to correlate some with my QB if possible, but not, not an absolute uh, must, right? So those are uh, that's another advantage to DK is doing stuff like that. Stroud's been interesting. I've seen him fluctuate like crazy in some of these drafts where he's been going. Uh, you know what else happened to me in a draft the other day? I think it was on Underdog. I got Michael Mayer, the tight end from the, the Raiders, in the 20th round, which I thought was insane. And as much as I'm not drafting Raiders, like when you get that ADP value – and I was drafting a tight end anyway, so I was just like, all right, well, if I'm going to have Michael Mayer, I might as well get, you know, 18th round Michael Mayer instead of wherever he was, he's typically going. So you do see some crazy, crazy falls happen in some of these drafts still. Um, we are on the clock here. We could take Sky Moore. Is there any other wideouts that we would really like? to get um all right chat we'll do it i'll do it for you we'll take mvs we will take mvs i hope you're all happy i'm happy so we get our double stack for patrick mahomes probably will turn into a triple stack late in the draft God, I hope I'm not getting sick. I don't have time to get sick. I will be in uh, Pennsylvania. So I will definitely be here next Sunday. We'll be doing the Sickos stream with me next Sunday. The following Sunday is up in the air. It, And I might have some of them meet next Sunday. I might, I might get one of the newer guys from the content team to do a draft with me. I think it'll be drafters next week. I kind of want to rotate through every site, but I think next week will probably be drafters. If not, it'll be DraftKings again, I believe. Um, but the 21st, it might be me. It might be somebody else. I have to go to Pennsylvania for a convention. So I'm leaving Thursday, and the plan is to come home Saturday night. But there is a chance we decide to stay for the Sunday portion of the convention since we're vending. I have a table there. So there will still be a Sunday stream in two weeks. I just, I'm not 100% sure who it will be. But we will be doing these all summer. It'll be a few su Sundays that I have to take off. I'm playing in the main event of the World Series this year. So the week I do that, unless I get knocked out super early. I'll probably miss that week as well. I have a weekend in June I might miss. But the point is, even if I'm not here, 
somebody will be here doing the draft, whether it's by and for, whether it's B Kurt, it might be him, Trev, it might be a few other people. Jose saying, thanks for the Sunday best ball streams. I get to see the other tournaments. No problem at all, man. That's the point of sort of the Sunday streams. And it's not just going to be the Sunday streams that are doing all these other tournaments. We are going to be drafting and discussing basically every, whether it's underdog, whether it's DraftKings, whether it's drafters, we might mix in some FFPC. We're going to be doing everything here. We want to make sure that you guys are getting literally everything and if you see hodgins he's highlighted in green because he correlates with some other players that we have let's grab jalen warren let's just not miss out on him he's kind of moving up boards i want jalen warren um so we're going to draft him and i'm fine with reaching a bit here and there for guys that i want warren's another guy i've been grabbing a lot of it is the main event i'm playing in the main event for the first time this year i'm pretty excited about it it's been a dream since i was 16 to play in the world series main event and uh i will be out there i'm flying out there on the 4th of july i'm just debating if i want my day one to be july 5th or 6th but either way i am playing one of those two days to start exciting times exciting times so Big RB run here. Kind of glad we grabbed Jalen Warren when we did. Uh, it's it's amazing to see people are still falling on that Ezekiel Elliott grenade. I do think he gets signed, but I just I can't do it. Not not for me. Not for me. It is still a ten thousand dollar buy in Jose. I. I'm not paying $10,000 to play. I won my seat at the end of last year. So I do not have to pay $10,000, luckily. I mean, I have to physically give them $10,000 in some form or fashion, but it is not coming out of my pocket. So that is what we are excited about. All right question is going to be do we want to take a detour to tight end now let's not let's let's take another wide out what pick are we at 174 Ugh. okay here's what we're going to do who's available for rbs all right what I want to do here, I do kind of like Gainwell a lot. We're going to grab Fournette purely for upside landing spot. I have a plan. I have a plan for a wide receiver. And then we're going to fire four tight ends. We're going to see what we can do. Yeah, best ball, there is a lot of correlation between best ball and poker, I think, in terms of like game theory and stuff like that. I just think that the best ball community is a thousand times better. Poker is like, like I'm using buzzwords, but poker might be the most toxic community there is out there. 
because I still have friends in poker and I still follow like what's going on in poker and I still play. But if you, if you, there's so much drama in poker that it's just, it's so stupid. Just super manufactured drama, manufactured and unmanufactured drama. Like people are just the worst <laughs> in poker, to be completely honest. Uh, there are some nice people. We had Veronica Brill on last year do a draft with us. Maybe I'll reach out to her again, see if she wants to do another one after the World Series wraps up. I'm sure she'll be busy for that, but there are some really good people in poker. Um, Ronnie Barda is from the town next to where I live. So some local players here. But yeah, it is sometimes just overly overly crazy i'd like to get mims here to go with our broncos stack um that would be the ultimate goal and then we're just gonna fire tight end we're just gonna rip through tight end as much as we can at that point so we do get mims I'm going to read out our team real quick. So at quarterback, we have Patrick Mahomes, and we also have Russell Wilson. At running back, we have Ramondre Stevenson, James Cook, Alexander Madison, Samaji P. Ryan, Jalen Warren, Lord, uh, Lauren, Leonard Fournette. And we have at wide receiver, Tyree Kill, D-Hop, Jerry Judy, Kadarius Toney, Jalen Hyland, MVS, Marvin Mims, so right now, because we have this handy dandy tool, we can see that we have a two six eight zero build, and the plan is to go two six eight four. We're gonna grab four tight ends to round this thing out, unless we see some screaming value of something, some sort of player that we really want. But I think four tight ends is kind of the way I want to build this team. I just want to see what we do with it. So that's kind of the the plan there. Let's go ahead and pull this draft board back up. Still getting used to it. Still trying to remember where everything is here. Mike is saying my last five or six picks are going to help me dominate 2018. I mean, I don't know what you're what you're talking about when I have Jalen Warren. Marvin Mims, Jalen Hyatt. You know, if you're if you're referring to Leonard Fournette, Russell Wilson, I mean, yeah, they're old. I can't draft all rookies and second year players. If you do, you're gonna lose everything, especially this year. The rookies are just not on an elite level for the most part. So Fournette is just like contingent value as my last RB, hoping he hits a good landing spot. And I think he has more upside than a lot of these RBs in this back end. I mean, would you rather have Leonard Fournette or would you rather have Gus Edwards? I think I'd rather have Leonard Fournette. Kenneth Gainwell is a guy that I wanted. I do like Chuba Hubbard, Taiji Spears. I mean, maybe. Kareem Hunt, maybe. Um, we are on the clock. Let's see who we want to grab here. So let's grab... I don't grab Hayden Hurst a lot. 
I really don't like the Carolina offense, but he is a tight end in a system with a rookie quarterback who's going to need some security blanket. So let's start by grabbing him. What's going on, Olaf? What is up this morning? Uh, tight end late if you can't get the top three. Well, I'm fading Kelsey this year for the most part, which is going to really prove to be smart or not smart. I I want to say roughly yes, but extend that to Goddard, to the Kittle-Goddard. Kittle-Goddard, and who else is going there? Why am I drawing a blank? Um, Pitts range. I'll grab one of those guys occasionally, but like after Goddard, I'm generally not grabbing a tight end. Occasionally, I'm grabbing like a Fryer Muth or an Njoku. Occasionally. It's not frequent, but most of the time, I'm punting tight end, and I'm just grabbing skill position players. So that is kind of my range. I'm fading Andrews. I'm fading Kelsey. I'm starting. I want to get more Hawkinson than I've gotten, but I just generally have liked other players around him. So one of my corrections is going to have to be getting more Hawkinson going forward. So that Hawkinson pits, Hawkinson pits, Goddard, you know, Kittle range is where I'd like to be. Ah, I hope you reminded me that I have coffee. Thank you for that reminder. Um, I totally get this point of view all off that you don't see anything changing in Kansas City and you're on Kelsey. I just I just have a gut feeling that they are going to rest him a little bit more this year. So that is maybe that's just a personal concern of mine. I think they're going to try to conserve him for playoffs this year and next year specifically. And then he's done. So I think you're going to see a little bit of a downtick this year. I still think he could be the highest scoring tight end. And the thing, I just don't think it's going to be as much of a gap as it was last year. I mean, that was just crazy, right? So that first round capital, I think Kelsey is going to be fine. I just think that the first round capital is really hard to invest in Kelsey this year at the moment. Again, we see highlighted green names for same team. So we have JSN. So obviously Noah Fant is highlighting. We have DeAndre Hopkins. So Trey McBride is getting highlighted. I like Fant and I like McBride, but we talked about McBride. So let's draft them. Go ahead and take Trey McBride. And we are still going to fire two more tight ends to finish this up. We'll pull up the draft board again. Um, so this, this correlates to my take, Robbie, I will be having Noah Gray and he's actually my plan to take in the last round of this draft. So I'll grab one more tight end. We'll probably grab Noah Gray and it allows you to get a player that's not getting drafted much. If that actually does happen, Noah Gray could be, you know, a spike week guy where like a tight end spike week can be eight points, right? So that is something that. I'll be looking for. I've already started taking some Noah Gray here and there in the 20th round. 
Um, it is specifically when I have Mahomes right now, but maybe that that'll change and I'll just start grabbing them whenever. So that is the game plan with him. Oh no, how frisky are we feeling this morning? Do we want to do we want to fire one more draft? This is going a little quicker than I thought it would. I have some time. We could fire either a best ball, a puppy draft, or I could fire another DK draft. Whatever everyone's feeling. Unless you guys want me to shut my face off, which I will shut my face off if need be. But we can do one more. Won't typically be two, but this morning I still have half a coffee. We can fire one more draft after this. If everybody wants one more. Totally down for that. I'm sure it's riveting watching me draft four tight ends at the end of a draft. I'm sure that's what everyone came here to see, actually. Laporta went a lot later than I thought he would. Why are you guys still drafting Zach Ertz? What is that? Why? I don't understand. Zach Ertz might be the easiest fade in the existence of fades. Um, I do like Noah Fant. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Tanyan went to Chicago. I probably won't remember that because I probably won't be drafting him this year, but always stands out that he went there. Um, I'm going to grab Noah Fant. I mean, I think Noah Fant is like the quintessential tight end for like a three to four tight end build. I don't expect like a massive season from him or anything, but he's going to get a decent amount of work there. Seems like a pretty easy button click. And let's just get him ready. And we see Noah Gray is in purple because he highlights with our quarterback. Going to have to change yellow colors on this overlay for myself. Does not show up well. So we'll go ahead and we'll adjust that for the next time we do a DK. Make sure all my teams are loaded up so that we can get some actual percentages as well. But I love that we have the overlay on DraftKings now. It is, I mean, I'm still going to draft on my phone some, but I will be draft, cognizant of the fact to draft on desktop as well. I kind of hate Chicago wide receivers and tight ends. Just don't see a lot of volume there. I think you're going to see more than you saw last year. I'm not saying that they're going to lead the league in passing attempts. But I think Chicago is making a concerted effort to not have Justin Fields run as much as he did last year. I don't think they ever want to see that again. Is Musgrave really still there? I, mean, I, uh, I kind of want to grab him, but we're going to grab Noah Gray. So Hope drafted a four tight end team yesterday on DK with Conklin, Fant, Woods, and Kate Otten. I think that is that's like perfect. Like if you're gonna go tight end on DK and just punt like we're doing, that's another great foursome of tight ends. It's just you hope one of them does something for you every week, right? Like this is what we're doing with the tight end position as a whole this year. Me particularly, you guys can do what you want to do. We've we've had the discussion 
of some of these tight ends, but I'm punting tight end. But I'm also investing high draft capital in wide and uh, quarterbacks. So it's kind of a correlation there for me because I don't really want to invest too high of capital in both positions frequently. I'm doing it occasionally, specifically Hurts with Goddard. Uh, let's grab Noah Gray. Let's read out our team real quick. So we have Mahomes, Ramondre Stevenson, James Cook, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, Hayden Hurst, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Kadarius Toney, Alexander Madison, Samaji Piran, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hyatt. Love that Jalen Hyatt's full name is spelled out, by the way, on DraftKings. They were just like, we're going to give the first initial to everybody. But no, Jalen Hyatt is so important. He is the rookie that you need that we're going to let you idiots know by spelling out his entire name. We have MVS next, Jalen Warren, Leonard Fournette, Marvin Mims, Trey McBride, uh, Noah Fant, and Noah Gray. So if you are named Jalen or Noah, your full name gets spelled out on DraftKings. Anyone else? We are initializing that shit. All right. Give me, do we want to do one more? Do we want to do a DK or do we want to do underdog? I will give the chat 15 seconds to vote. And if we get no votes, we will sign off. That means that you're sick of seeing my, my beautiful face, my beautiful, beautiful face. But I need to know what we want to do. So let's do some voting. All right. Everyone wants to do another DK draft. All right. We'll do it. We will do it. All right. So let's enter. We'll just use our crowns because why not? All right, so we need 10 entrants. So if you want to jump in this draft with me, there is plenty of room. We'll do one more DK draft. I should probably figure out when I'm supposed to be producing for Roto Grinders today. But I'm guessing baseball isn't till 12, till the show is until 12 something. So I think we have plenty of time. Again, won't be usually two drafts like this, but we'll do it this day. We'll do two drafts today. We have a nice, enough iced coffee to get through. I probably need to rewind my TV. Yes, we do. Working on updating that logo to a Sicko's logo to mix in a little bit. There really only two people still in this? Can't be. Nope, we are full. All right, good to know. Thanks, DK, for updating us on that. Ooh, pick four, a little bit better. Right outside, though. I mean, that sucks. We'd much rather be three than four. I don't know what we're going to do here. I'm not going to take Kelsey. So we'll see. Maybe we get lucky. Maybe somebody decides that they want Bijan in the top three picks. And we get either Chase or McCaffrey. I wanted to do some sort of McCaffrey hot take this year, but because of that 2-3 turn right now, 
I think it is just so beneficial to have Jefferson or Chase. Oh, Rob got the first overall pick. You should take Travis Kelsey first overall. You should really put your money where your mouth is. So I would expect you to take Travis Kelsey first overall. And then I get whoever I get of the other three. That's just what I'm saying. I think you should do that personally. If I were you, I would do that. But we are the fourth pick. Um, yeah, I got to figure out. I thought I uploaded all my teams so that we could see our percentages on players. Clearly, I did not do it properly. Ah, take Rodgers. That's, that's a great call. Do that. Yeah, they got to cut this draft starts down. It can Two minutes is too long. That is, so far, that is my biggest complaint for DraftKings. The two-minute wait time is egregious absolutely egregious hell even a minute and a half is better you know what else did this one time wwe for the royal rumble they made it two minutes one year back in the day and uh it was terrible all right so we're seeing the, the tip the typical stuff go on here so we see Kelsey Hill. Let's grab Cup this time. We'll grab Cup fourth overall. Looks like Hope Bishop's in this one. Nice Hope. Hopped in and watched a bit of her and Davis stream a couple nights ago. If you're looking for other streams to watch, Hope does a great job on her channel. Um, although hope I am going to tell you, and maybe this, it seemed like it was Davis, Davis's fault, Davis paying. Um, that was one of the worst teams I had ever seen in my life. So I'm glad I jumped in on that one. I'm glad I got to see that monstrosity be built, built. And I look forward to checking in with you in December and seeing if that team did anything. So I hope you named it appropriately. You should probably go back and name it Rob Hates This Team. That way we can we can discuss it. Maybe we can uh maybe we can draft together at some point this summer. Maybe we can do a draft together. That would be fun. But if we draft together, we are not drafting that team that you drafted before because good lord. It was so bad that I actually went and men and blacked myself. I can't tell you the whole team because I like walked away. I shined a light in my face to forget it because it hurt my soul to see that team get drafted. So we will try to do a better job today than that team. What is the craziest value you guys have gotten with first rounders? I guess it's not like insanely crazy, but I had I got AJ Brown at the 112 yesterday. That was it was um a bit surprising. But I wasn't complaining because I do like AJ Brown like over Stefan Diggs. And I will be taking so maybe we should have done it with this draft, but I will be taking AJ Brown 
in that four through six range occasionally just to mix up his player combo stuff. So just a reminder to do, you can do some stuff that is off the board, but isn't overly crazy. Cause like to me, what is the difference between cup Tyreek AJ Brown? I do think cup and Hill obviously have a bit more upside clearly than AJ Brown, but I think that their median is probably close. All right, so we do see Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes go like in the middle. It allows Hertz to be there currently. Where we are two picks away. Once this next pick goes, I'll switch back over to the draft board. See what we can pair with Cooper Cup. We see all three quarterbacks go in a row here. What is the guy with Bijan going to do? Need to remember to mute my Slack notifications because that's a thing right now in my earballs. And we are on the clock, and uh, we're just going to grab my favorite player in this range. We'll go cup Tony Pollard. It's kind of tough for me to do anything else there. Seems like a real easy pick. So we'll do that. We see Waddle go shortly after, followed by Olave. Joe Burrow in the second. Okay. Are they trying to set up the Burrow T. Higgins stack? A um, little spoiler for one of our shorts this week. I was gandering at the projected ownership. And one of the two, it's tied, most done stacks is Joe Burrow to T. Higgins right now at 39%. So we see Josh Jacobs, we see Brees Hall. I actually did want T. Higgins, so I, I don't get that set up. Let's grab Brees Hall. I, I need to look more into the Brees Hall injury. Everyone seems to be fine, but it was an ACL injury. I'm a little concerned with Brees Hall this year based on that, but we'll grab him on this particular draft just because I think it's a good value at the moment. Um, that's one thing that I keep forgetting to do is look into the Brees Hall injury. I mean, bro, you know I'm taking Pollard. Come on. You know who I am. Did we not? We had this conversation at the start of the show that I am grabbing Pollard whenever I can late in the second, early third. So, like, it couldn't have been that crazy. And you thought he was going to fall to you at the 212? Come on. Come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? So you went Jefferson, Olave, Chubb. I mean, that's not a bad start. Getting Chubb at that 301 is real nice. I want a Chubb. Why didn't you give me Chubb? That's a real weird thing to say. I promise. I'm not going to promise I don't say that again. I might say it again. We might say it again. I actually think I like having the draft board 
more on DK than I do on underdog. It feels a bit better, to be fair. Yeah, okay, we have the draft board here. It's part of the Spike Week tools, which really helps us. Uh, it, it'll help you individual drafts. Obviously, it's a little bit easier to follow the draft if you are drafting, but it also helps us with streaming. Sorry, man. Can't give you a reprieve on that one. But yeah, it is uh, very beneficial to us to have the draft board, whether you're streaming or not streaming. Let's see. Is there any wacky teams right now? Najee in the third. Just can't do it, man. This is the this spot. This twelve spot is the all not Rob team. I'm still gonna grab Taylor here and there, but I won't have a lot. Devonte Adams, similar but less. Najee Harris, zero. Dalvin Cook, zero. This guy's doing us a favor. He's he's uh he's our lead blocker. This guy is our lead blocker right now. He's getting rid of all of the stuff that we don't want. So kudos. Shout out to to the 12 spot here, getting rid of all the players we don't want. Very helpful clearing that out. I mean Rob says he's regretting not going Devonta Smith over Nick Chubb, to be honest. I mean, I don't know why. I think I think either would have been fine. I don't think either is wrong in this spot. See Gibbs going in the fourth here. Might have gave him a gander for this draft. However, with Pollard and Brees Hall, chances are we are not going running back again for a bit. I mean, my original plan when I took Cup Pollard, the original plan was to maybe get T. Higgins to fall to us and grab Joe Burrow, even though, you know, I did talk about how that is the most, that is one of the two most uh, projected owned stacks at the moment. You'll hear the other one in the short this week. If you don't have the Spike Week tools, if you have the Spike Week tools, you can go look that up right now. But, yeah, it was a little jarring to see Joe Burrow go. I mean, get your guys. I'm That's not a knock. I'm all for getting your guys, but I would have grabbed T first, right? If you're going to do this, you still, we are on the clock. 20 seconds left. Um, Let's grab Keenan Allen. It's not sexy, but he is much better on DK. He is a DK player for me. I don't know if I'll have him on like underdog at all, but drafters and DK where it's full point PPR, I think he's a much easier button click than on others. 
I know where I'd like to go for my next pick. We see Kirk go after us. I mean, Keenan Allen catching a ton of passes for 100 yards in a decent amount of games with the bonuses. I think just he is just such a – he is the quintessential, like, DraftKings wide receiver versus underdog where I just don't even look in his direction there usually. Back on the clock, for me, ooh, we could do Herbert. You could do Herbert, but let's push it. Let's grab Drake London. I'm a big Drake London guy this year. So we'll start our team with Pollard, Brees Hall, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, Drake London. See what happens from this point on. The thought was to either go Justin Herbert or London there. So we'll grab Drake London. Do not regret it. I mean, if we're being completely honest, the question right now is, who do you feel is the lottery ticket to get in case something happens to Eckler? I have a gut feeling that the lottery ticket quote-unquote, for Austin Eckler, the backup, the contingent value, still isn't signed with the Chargers. He did have that trade request. That's probably dead at this point, maybe. So I would assume he's going to still be there, but I really think Leonard Fournette is going to the Chargers. It just... So not only do I think he that Fournette will be the val, the contingent value for Eckler, I think Eckler's first round value is going to get cratered when Fournette goes there because they've made it a point that they don't want Eckler doing what he did for the past 2 years. They weren't he wasn't supposed to last year. They had no one to to help him out. So I think you're going to see Fournette go there. The other guy obviously could be like Zeke but I'd be a lot more concerned for Eckler if Fournette goes there. So that's what I think is going to happen with the Chargers. And there's other guys that it could be too, right? Like we were talking about this Dalvin Cook situation where he might get cut. I mean, what if Dalvin Cook ends up in a Chargers uniform this year, right? So there's all that stuff too. I just don't think, I don't think the contingent value is there yet. So I think you could even start taking swings at some guys later, mainly for net. Dalvin cook is going way too early to be doing that. Like fifth round Dalvin cook, you shouldn't be taking at all right now, in my opinion, although I'm highly on Madison. So that's why I'm not taking them. Um, it just, it doesn't make any sense in my, in my opinion. Hmm. We may get lucky here. We may get lucky. I doubt it. But we may get lucky in this draft. 
Uh, no problem, Mike. It just it it feels like another shoe is going to drop on that situation. So that is part of my my Leonard Fournette exposure right now is thinking that he's going to go to the Chargers. To me, it's the team that makes a lot of sense. So um, makes it a little easier to start grabbing him in that spot. We are on the clock in two picks. Let's see what roofing man. He grabs J.K. Dobbins, a pick that I do like. Spend some discussion about Dobbins, and we get Herbert in the sixth round. So that worked out really nice for us to get Herbert in the sixth round. I mean, we're going to snag that all day, every day, get that stack. So thank you to everybody that didn't draft him. We do see the guy behind us get a Burrow Lawrence team, which I don't hate. I just still kind of flabbergasted that he would go Burrow before Higgins if that's the stack he's trying to get. And I think that's the stuff you need to be cognizant of, like when you're drafting. Like if that is something you wanted to set up, the way to do that is to take – and I'm not trying to knock on anybody – but if you're trying to set this stack up, Higgins is clearly the first one to take because Burrow's ADP is lower. I understand you're worried about the Jamar Chase guy. like, But if I'm the Jamar Chase guy, I'm just pivoting at that point and taking Higgins. Then I still have all of the Bengals, you know, tons of the Bengals target share, and you're stuck with an unstacked Burrow, and I still have all the upside. So... I get the I get the idea in general, but that's just not the way I personally would play it. All right. So I think we want to keep firing wide receiver here after our few detours to RB. Um, we'll just grab Tony again because this is my draft and I'll do what I want to do. And I like Tony a lot, so we're going to draft him again. So you get to watch me draft Kadarius Tony twice. The DK draft. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. You got to see that. All right. So as stands so far, let's go over the team. Cooper Cup, Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Keenan Allen, Drake London, Justin Herbert, Kadarius Tony. Which team are we liking better so far? The one we drafted before or this one here? I actually really like the team before. I like this team quite a bit too. So feeling good about both drafts so far. Don't hate either of them. If we didn't have Pollard and Brees Hall, if we had went with a wide receiver in one of those spots, I think Cam Akers would have been an easy pick right there. So. Might have been something we did. Ooh, that 12 team is uh is doing some stuff. They went that's the team that went Taylor Adams, Najee, Dalvin Cook. Then they went Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to double tap the Bucks wide receivers. Which I don't hate that at all, to be honest. I think there's 
tons of reasons to do it. I mean, first of all, you're getting double stack with the the two receivers on the team that should get a ton of volume, right? And you don't necessarily need to take their quarterback, but if you wanted to, it's cheap. It's a real cheap double stack. In terms of the quarterback, obviously you're taking a, a fifth and sixth round pick for the wide receivers, but basically you can grab that quarterback whenever you want later and you'll be fine. The Deshaun Watson stack is one that I am monitoring because I feel like as poorly as he played last year, there is some big upside to Deshaun Watson. And unlike Anthony Richardson, who's going like right around that range, I think Deshaun Watson's going to kind of stay where he is, maybe move up a little bit, but not much. So I think it's a guy you're going to be able to draft throughout the year at that spot and feel relatively comfortable with where you're getting him. So I am trying to be cognizant of taking Deshaun Watson. Um, and you can, you can get stacking partners for him behind, right? Like obviously Amari Cooper is the best one. And the guy who took Sir Eddie did take Amari Cooper and stacked him with Deshaun Watson, which is clearly fine. But even if you don't get Amari Cooper, there's Elijah, Elijah Moore, there's Donovan Peoples-Jones, there's David Njoku. Like, there's plenty of stacking partners to go after behind with Deshaun Watson. So I think I will be taking him as my first QB a decent amount, but also as my second QB when I'm grabbing one of these elite guys. So if I'm grabbing Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, I think I can grab Deshaun Watson here in this, like, seventh round, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. seventh round and be completely done with the QB. Obviously you don't need anything else. What are you going to do at that point? You're going to have Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson and like, Oh, I think I need to grab Baker Mayfield to round out this team. No, you're never doing that. And if you are, please make sure you're in all of my drafts because that is silly. All right, we're going to be up on the clock here in a second. Wide receiver is really, really drying up here. Is there any... Let's just grab our double stack with Quentin Johnson. Slight reach, but I don't think it's too bad. So we'll grab that double and we'll figure out what we want to do from there. Just kind of looking at the board. Um, See what we got available. I think I know what I'm going to do here. I think we're going to just do another one of our guys again. I think that is the play for me. 
I heard Eric making fun of my logo on a show earlier this week, which sounded like pure jealousy. Very upset that he doesn't know how to brand his own name. That's fine. So picks for me here would be Madison or A-Chain. The wide receiver pick would have been uh, Jamison Williams for this team in particular. Based on the wide receivers we already have, I think he fills it out nice to come back in like that week seven or eight, depending on when their buy is and start contributing. But he's a guy that we can really like take on with Cup, Keenan Allen, Drake London, Kadarius Tony, Quentin Johnson. So he would have been a, a fine pick too. But we'll grab Madison. He's just a guy that we've been talking about. A Shane is the other guy we could have grabbed there. But we grabbed Quentin Johnson. Another thing we could have done is gone A Chain Alexander Madison here. And then like maybe one more running back just because it's 20 rounds later. But I think for like underdog, you could do a Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Madison, A-Chain team and kind of be done at RB at that point. As we look at the draft board, this is where wide receiver really starts to get interesting to me. We see Lazard, Bateman, Thomas go. And a lot of question marks after this spot. What's Hope got going on? Let's look at her team. She's got Diggs, Allen, Debo, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, David Njoku, and Rashad Bateman. Don't hate it. Starts with that Steph Diggs, Josh Allen stack, which is fun to have. I am. I did it on the hot take show this week. My Allen ownership is going to be relatively low this year based on me wanting to take Hertz and Mahomes. And Hacker brought up the point based on examples I gave. You can go back and listen to that show that Josh Allen sounds like a low advance rate, high upside player in the playoffs. And I don't disagree with that. I think that is actually accurate. My thing is Hertz and Mahomes are also high upside, and I just want to bet on two of the three. And I think that Hertz and Mahomes provide the most upside in general. So that is my particular take for now. I But I won't argue against taking um, Josh Allen. But I think that taking two of the three and just building your portfolio behind having higher ownership to two of them is sort of the play. It's sort of my Jamar Chase example from last year, which we'll go over in a second. All right, so Jameson Williams does fall to us, so I think we're just going to go ahead and take him because he fits our team relatively well. So we'll grab him now. Trying to see who else makes sense here. I'm just on the water receiver. Let's see who's who's left for other positions. We have a one three six zero build at the moment. 
I actually think Did he go? Did someone take him? Hmm. We were gonna grab um Damian Harris here, but it looks like someone grabbed him. What we got for wideouts, Jacoby, Thielen, KJ Osborne. I mean, I do like Mooney, but I think we're just gonna go back to Hyatt here. Just make sure there's nobody else. Actually, let's grab Goff as our second QB. And I still think with Herbert and Goff, we can grab a third, but we get the Jameson Williams, Jared Goff stack. We have Herbert. I think there is room for a third QB on this team. I'd be fine with. And Hyatt was our next pick if we didn't grab him. And we see him go right off the board after that. But I'm fine with getting this Goff, uh, Jameson Williams stack here. Works for me. And... What was the point I was making? I was talking about something. So it was similar to the Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson logic that I had last year. We're like, yes, obviously Justin Jefferson is one of the best wide receivers in football. There's only two guys that are on his level, which is himself and Jamar Chase. I just liked Jamar Chase on an individual game basis a little bit better. Like if you had to give me one game for a guy to explode, I think Jamar Chase's upside is like a, a razor thin margin higher. So last year I was drafting Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson. And the thesis was I could get higher ownership to Justin, um, sorry, to, to Jamar Chase. So I could get him at like 16 to 17%, but I was still getting Jefferson because he was falling behind Chase occasionally. So my ownership to Justin Jefferson was still 8%. So I still had average ownership, but because I was grabbing Jamar Chase above him on other drafts, I was able to double my exposure, right? So that's how I was able to do what I wanted to do with both players, essentially. And I think that is something you can be doing with certain players this year as well. It's just... I'm just going to tell you if I – and so that goes back to the quarterback thing, right? The Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. So I can up my exposure to Hurts, Mahomes. I'll still have some Allen ownership here and there. It won't be 8%, I don't think, based on where he goes relative to the other two QBs a lot. But I'll still have a small percentage of him, and I double my ownership – on those two players, well, not double, but I, I up my ownership to 12, 13% on those two players. And I'm very happy to be over the field on them. So that's, that's where I'm at with him. And Hope brings it up in chat for one of the other reasons. Um, she likes the Josh Allen take, definitely worried about him not running as much, goal line work going to Damian Harris. And that's the other thing. We have him on record and the coaching staff on record stating that they don't want him to run as much. Doesn't mean he's not going to he's not going to run at all during the regular season. That's not what it means by any means. But I think they're going to make an actual 
an actual attempt to limit the running. And by limit the running, a lot of that goal line stuff, he'll still get some. I just don't think it's going to be a ton. All right, so we are on the clock here. What do we got for wideouts? Let's grab Williams from New Orleans, I guess. Not my favorite pick. I think that's what we're going to do here. And then... I think we're going to do something a little unorthodox if it's allowed when it gets back to us. But yeah, so he's not going to be Mahomes. And if you watch Mahomes play, he does not run a lot during the regular season. That upticks in important games towards the end of the stretch run of the regular season. And it super intensifies during the playoffs. He runs a lot more in the playoffs. So he is limiting his rushing. He's throwing the ball away more, which is just like super insanely smart because he can run. He just doesn't to stay as healthy as possible. And it's very intelligent, but that's not Josh Allen. That's not Josh Allen's game. There is still going to be rushing upside with Josh Allen, even if he limits what he's doing, if that makes sense. But it's just not going to be what it used to be. He can't continue to do it. The guy that did what he does is Cam Newton. And once Cam Newton was done, he was done. We're going to grab Higby right here. We'll go back to the draft board. So that's that's a concern for Josh Allen. Is that getting limited quite a bit? Um. So there's a lot there's a lot of red flags. There's still a lot of green flags. We always talk about the red flags. There's still a lot of upside because it is Josh Allen. It's just it's for me, I can't imagine you're going to see me drafting Josh Allen on stream a decent amount. When you are watching me draft, his percentage is going to be quite a bit lower than a lot of the other quarterbacks in his range. And it's one of those takes that I don't think it's a bad take if you are taking him. It's quintessentially the Jamar Chase take from last year. Don't think you were wrong in taking Justin Jefferson. In fact, you were right, right? For the regular season, you wanted Justin Jefferson over Jamar Chase in the regular season. Now, where the take ended up being right, because of the injury for Jamar Chase, his advance rate was lower. So in playoffs, you would have rather have had Jamar Chase. And that might be what happens with Josh Allen this year where let's say 20% of Mahomes' teams advance, 20% of Hurts' teams advance, and 10% of Josh Allen teams advance. You'd rather have, you know, on an individual team basis, you would rather have Josh Allen, right? But if you're taking such a high clip of the other two, then you'd rather have the other two because you have more teams in the finals or not the finals in the playoffs, which is not something you could have done last year with Justin Jefferson. You had to 
in most cases, a lot of cases, take Jefferson over Chase. So couldn't do it the other way. This year, you can do it the other way. So those are the things you, those are like little micro edges and like micro analysis things that it might not matter to some people. You might want to flat, flatten your exposure across all three, which is also fine. There's just certain spots that I look for in drafts that I can take stands. And I think that's an easy one to look at and make a decision. So that's that's where I'm at. We're there. Tony Pollard is the other one right now, which I know is not going to be something that we're going to be talking about much longer. He's going to move up, and Pollard's going to be where Pollard is, and I'm still going to be taking him. Uh, he'll be one of my higher-owned early-round pick players for sure. And I'm still settling in for other guys that I like. We're going to be on the clock soon, so let's drop this draft board. Well, we were hoping to get Matthew Stafford. It was a pipe dream that we were hoping on, but we uh, we hoped to get it. It didn't happen. We're okay with it. Don't hate it. Who is here for wideouts? Hmm. All right. I know I want Laporta for a tight end. So we're going to grab Laporta. A little bit different of a tight end build for us this time. Got a couple early. We grabbed Higby hoping to help Stafford fall here. It's not the end of the world that we don't get Matt Stafford as our third QB. We're quite okay with it. So we have a 2462 build right now. Allergies are starting to kick in. I have no Zyrtec. I only have Benadryl. Which I actually have to give my dog too. Where is my dog? Where is Gotham? Maybe we'll have Gotham come make an appearance on stream shortly. Uh, usually I play some music on this. Do we want to? Give me a minute. Let's make some picks. So I like Jalen Warren. Right? I like Curtis Samuel. Um... Let's grab Warren. I think we can take some shots on some other wideouts a little bit later. We're probably going to grab eight wideouts in this particular draft would be my guess. I think we can. Let's read out the team. We have Justin Herbert right now, as well as Jared Goff at QB. We have Tony Pollard, Brees Hall. Um, Jamal Williams. Jalen Warren, Alexander Madison at running back. Cooper Cup, Keaton Allen, Drake London, Kadarius Tony, Jamison Williams. And is that it? I feel like oh Quentin Johnson as well at wide receiver. Try to read them per position. We also have Higby and Sam Laporta at tight end. 
So I think we can probably just do three. I think we can be done at RB, to be honest, with Pollard, Hall, Madison, Williams, and Jalen Warren. I think we can actually just do five RBs. Focus on getting an extra wide receiver. I want three QBs on this team, most likely three tight ends. Allow us to get eight wideouts. Although I do like the wideouts that we have. We still want to add a little bit more. Let's add. Remember how to adjust. Finish off the draft with the Spike Week song. One of the things I think separates us from some other fantasy companies as a whole is all of our music is going to be custom for intros, for anything else. And shout out to Jesse Wilkins for making music for us. I actually love this track. I think it is great. Definitely feels like wide receivers got eaten up a bit more in this draft than the last one. We're on the clock. We're going to grab Tyquan Thornton here. Sort of the easiest pick of the bunch. <sighs> Allow some backdoor stacking for us if need be. What else can we grab here? Interesting, interesting. One thing I need to gander at is the tight end situation in Washington. See what they got going on over there. God, it is real brutal on <laughs> these wide receivers. I'm just scrolling through just to see if there's anything I want while we're on the clock. I'm not seeing anything. Um, I'm going to grab Sam Howell. I know I don't have anyone to stack him with. I could have grabbed Mac Jones. I could have grabbed Desmond Ritter for stacks. I want to grab Howell and see what we can kind of build through that when we grab him late and don't have a stacking partner at this point. 
he is our third QB. We are stacked up with Herbert and Goff. I think of all the late round QBs, Howell is probably the most upside. Whereas Mac Jones might be the most undervalued safe play. Um, Sags is asking, hi Rob, is there a feature with the Spike Week tool where you can track stacks as the ADP shifts throughout the summer of best ball? Um, track stacks in what way? Are you talking... Are you talking like what the projected ownership is going to be or like what you've drafted? Because you're going to be able to see, you can see what your stack ownership is for each team, right? You'll be able to see that in the tools, but we are going to be updating the projected ownership for stacks almost every day. So you can go in and like right now, the one I was talking about earlier is right at the moment, Joe Burrow and T Higgins is projected for a 39% ownership. Now, as ADP shifts, that that can change, and we're going to be updating that ownership percentage based on the formula that we come up with for for that particular stack. So, yes, if that's the question, yes. But also, yes, you can track what your own ownership is at the moment. So if that's not answering your question, um, I'm just not understanding what you're asking. Okay, so it did. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so that, that'll be updated consistently. So that, that 39% might go down for Burrow and T. Higgins. Might also go up. So you can check it almost every day and see it changing. Uh, we are partnered with Corain as well for some crossover stuff and you can get some value if you sign up for both sites. So, uh, first of all, Rob, Rob B, the draft isn't over, but we will look at your team shortly and see what you got going on. So we're done at QB. What I would like is a wide receiver and a tight end. Just kind of scrolling to see who the tight end is. Like, is there, there's, is it Logan Thomas again? Is he actually alive? Is Logan Thomas alive? How old is he? This can't be real. Played 14 games last year, 323 yards, one touchdown. Whew, not great. Don't think we can do that. All right, so this is round 18. Oh, man. Um, none of this is pretty. I guess this will be the one Marvin Jones team I have. Maybe. Maybe we'll grab Marvin Jones, I guess. I guess that's what we'll do. I think we can still go for tight ends if we wanted to. We'll grab a tight end next and we'll 
we'll sort of see what we want to do with this last position. I think we can grab pretty much anything we want. We don't need another quarterback, but I think we'll grab likely. today for baseball okay had to confirm that oh my eyes starting to freak out oh it might be zertex season it might be zertex season anybody in the chat from pennsylvania curiosity question I think I'm gonna make it a point to throw some more songs in here as well for the Sunday streams. Also, how's the volume on that? I have it pretty low. I can still hear it really well, but I'm not sure how it's coming through for you guys. If it's too loud or whatnot, let me know. I promise by right before the week. Did we take likely? We did. Okay. That's what we wanted to take anyways. Took Isaiah likely. I do enjoy him as a late round pick. Okay, anyone that says they won the draft and has Trey Lance on their team is automatically voided, just so you know. That is that is grounds for expulsion for winning the draft. Just putting that out there. We don't draft Trey Lance on Sundays. That is a rule. It's actually written in the Spike Week handbook. You are not allowed to draft Trey Lance on Sundays. For me, it's any day. But specifically Sundays, we don't draft Trey Lance. Mean Girls wear pink on Wednesdays. We don't draft Trey Lance on Sundays. Yeah, get a couple more picks in here and then we'll start looking to see who's available. God, these wideouts are gross. Quite gross. I think we might take a uh, an RB flyer.
Might take an RB flyer here. RBs are quite gross too, huh? Let's grab Eric Sky. Let's grab Gray. Grab Gray. We end up with a somewhat pretty fun team, I think. We'll go over it. We have Herbert. I'll do it by position. A little harder to do here. But we got Justin Herbert, we got Jared Goff, and we got Sam Howell at quarterback. We have Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Alexander Madison, Jamal Williams, Jalen Warren, and Eric Gray at running back. Wide receivers are Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, Drake London, Kadarius Tony, Quentin Johnson, Jamison Williams, excuse me, um, Tyquan Thornton. And Marvin Jones for the Detroit stack. And at tight end, we have Tyler Higby, Sam Laporta, and Isaiah Likely. Pretty fun team. I might like the first one a little bit better, but I don't think this is a bad team. This is a I think this is a pretty fun team to to root on during the season. But that's gonna kind of do it for us here this week. This was fun doing the double. DraftKings drafts again. We won't do two every week, but doing two this week was a little bit of fun. Be back to one next week. I might have a guest on next week. I'm still debating on if I want this to be solo, like chill Sunday mornings, but we'll we'll test out some guests and see how we do with that. But until next time, this has been a lot of fun. I've been your host, Rob. This is Spike Week. Make sure you're uh, make sure you're having fun in these drafts, right? Usually, I'm better at outros than that, but it is what it is. All right, we'll catch you later. Bye. Ooh, those were some spicy takes. Want to stay up to date with all of the other spicy takes we're gonna have over here at Spike Week? Why don't you press that subscribe button below? If you turn notifications on, we draft a team. Boom, you know about it. We have another spicy take. Boom. You know about it. You can be there. You can draft with us. You want to stay up to date. That's how you do it. All right. We'll catch you later next time here at Spike Week.